0: Welcome back to my best friends and engineer I'm Libby and I'm Lexi and today we're going to do an overview of the event that we just had so it was an event all about um compensation negotiation so we're going to talk a little bit about the event um times that we've experienced negotiation we both unfortunately have a stuffy nose in this episode so you're going to hear our lovely voices in that era as well uh but before we get into it Lexi what's your tea of the week how has your week been
1: Yes. Okay. So as you can see here, I have my iPad. I took notes on the presentation. Love- I've been turning into iPad an kid. iPad kid. I love it. IPad I a kid energy. <laughs> I love it. So I told you how I was doing like little women's resource group mentorship program at my company. Yeah. Um, so we just finalized. So my job was the education committee. So, and I was like the only one. It was all the other people kind of just like fell out of it. Cause like, it's so hard to plan with meetings, meetings, especially how I mentioned these were a lot of marketing and sales people. So they're on the field all the time driving, so they couldn't go to any meetings. So it was just me, but it's okay because they we love them. But um, we finalized that whole list, and it was so fun, like looking at all these different little courses and like other little articles to pull. So we did that. So that was exciting. Um, I tried OneNote or not OneNote. I tried Notion. What do you think about it? I need Uh,
0: to know. I I haven't used my Notion in a while. You gave up. It's I just, gave up. It's a lot to maintain. I feel like i love it if you're using it every single day. You know, did you get that vibe or no?
1: Well, I had a vibe for like 30 minutes of trying to use it. And then I was like, what is this? I was like, oh my gosh, it's not typing. And then it was like a new page. And I was like, what? What is going on? So it's I didn't so like it, work. but I also, yeah, <laughs> I didn't take the time to learn it. So I feel yeah. like that was my, my pitfall right there. But okay. And then my last thing is... Last month, I think um, I briefly mentioned like my little website that I, you know, yeah, was working on and then I went radio silent. I never said anything. Um, so I actually have been working on it. So I think I'm ready to post it and like make it live. Um, <gasps> and I'm only saying this now to make myself do it because if I say it, I'll do That's it. That's the best part. But if I don't, yeah, if I don't, I'm just gonna sit and think and be nervous. So yeah, stay tuned for that. So oh, I can't we'll wait be to busy see it. With that. I'm excited. Isn't
0: it so much fun? Website building, I feel like, is fun. It can be so frustrating, though, because you have in your mind what you want it to look like, and you're sitting here, and you're like, oh, my God. I don't know if you felt that way, but sometimes when I was building, I was oh, so frustrated.
1: <laughs> That's why it took so long, So I'm like, okay, this looks stupid. I was like, I don't want to post it if it looks stupid. I was like, what's the point? And then I was going on Pinterest, and I'm like, all these graphic designers are just like so insane and so good. So I'm like, okay, my Wix right, with my little boxes, it's not going to look the same. But then I found a new site, actually, and you'd love this site. It's called Dribbler with okay. two B's. I absolutely love it. The designs are so cool. And I was like looking, I was like, oh, maybe I'll like, you know, call it an investment and like see if someone would do this for me. Like $1,000 minimum. Like, Classic. So, you know, typical. that's the real deal. Real deal. <laughs> so, yeah. But I think we're at a good point. So I was excited to say that because I was like, okay, they're going to hear that and then I'm never going to talk about it again. Like, I love that. What?
0: So, yeah, how's your week though? You had a busy day? It's been good. Um I oh, I'm getting a little bit dangerous over here. I've been thinking about getting my masters or like signing my <laughs> masters. Like why? Like Which literally is crazy. why?
1: Put your seat what? On. crazy. Crazy. <laughs>
0: Like, I'm sitting over here, barely holding on to my life as it is. And I'm like, let's just put a master's on top of that. Like, girl.
1: Yeah. Well, you can't let work. You can't let work get in the way of other things, even if it's busy.
0: Well, okay. This is what I'm thinking. I have this fear, this deep fear that I'm going to get older one day. I'm going to have kids. And then I'm, like, never going to be able to, like, do things like this, like, in my master's. Um, and I feel like we need to have a mother on this podcast to talk about that because I need some advice, but I'm like, okay, it's now or never. Like I'm 26 years old, <laughs> not saying that I'm having kids anytime soon, but you know what I'm saying? I feel like the the clock is ticking for what, like, ugh, that is such a bad mindset. But anyway, um, so I've been thinking about that. I can't decide if I want to look into like a mechanical master's or a manufacturing master's manufacturing engineering I feel like I'm kind of leaning towards manufacturing but this also is probably just likely a hyper fixation that in two months I laugh about that I ever even thought that I wanted to do so
1: okay because I was gonna ask because you were talking about a psychology master's before do you remember I was like wait are we back in that phase <laughs>
0: Well, now I'm just like, what if I just like got a bunch of master's degrees and then I'm like, what? Am I delusional? Put them
1: all together. You have a PhD. <laughs> You're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> master's one, <laughs> master's two equals PhD. Like,
0: like okay, I'm not even I, thinking about like what I need for my job. I'm over here being like, got to collect them all.
1: <laughs> yeah. Would you want to do it in person only? Like, would you have to take off work for like a oh, year and no. do that? Or, okay. I would
0: probably work and do like one class at a time and it would probably take me like three years or four years or whatever
1: but it's something to do at least like you're working towards it you know it, oh know. you're enticing me I'm gonna tell you to do it
0: well then I was like oh my god think of all the content I could make.
1: <laughs> it's an investment you just put it <laughs> on your time. why am I thinking
0: Oh um yeah let's let's get a master's just so I can make TikToks about it that's where I'm at you like life put now. it on your tax
1: form you're like be beyond the label <laughs> University <laughs> of
0: so that's what's up with me um oh my God I feel like I need to give a quick update about Boston because I don't think we yes. talked about it since I went so I'll give a quick story time it was amazing it was so much fun but um one of the nights we were there we got dinner in Little Italy and such a cool restaurant like Brett kind of just picked one out of the blue and we were sitting on the second floor and our table we were sitting next to a door that didn't have doors on it and so it just like was out into the street if that makes sense and there was like a little mm-hmm. balcony so it was really cool cuz it felt like we were like i don't know in this cool in italy, area yeah, yeah like in, in italy in little italy <laughs> But so we're having dinner, and this group walks in of older people and they were having a high school reunion and they were like, "Oh my God, you're so cute like they're hyping us up like you're such a cute couple And we were like, "You guys are so cute too, you're so old And, then, so, old. and so we're we got a bottle of wine and we're like eating our food. And one of the ladies that was sitting at the table comes up to us and she's like, you guys are just so cute. Um, I know you're celebrating your birthdays. Do you want me to take a picture of you? So she like took her picture. It was so sweet. And she's like, you want to be able to remember this birthday dinner? And then, so we're like, Oh my God, so cute. Like we were like, "That, that was so sweet. This man comes up from the same table and he's like, you guys just remind me of me and my wife when we were younger. Like, um, please enjoy your dinner. And he hands us 50 bucks. Oh! And I was like, you are. I love old people. I know. I was, we were like, we cannot accept this. But then we forgot who it was that gave us the $50. (laughs) Cause there was like, there was a table of 16 and they were all kind of just like wearing gray shirts. So we were like, like, yeah, we were like, we'll just walk up and, and thank them for, Giving us this. So we just kind of collectively thanked the table. But um that was like such a cool experience. And the and guy, and the guy that me gave
1: you before. the money is like behind. <laughs> and he's like, What?
0: <laughs> You're like <laughs> yeah. saying
1: thank you to the right. He's sitting on the left. He's like, uh
0: <laughs> probably. I, I'm like looking out over the table, I'm like, thank you, holding up the, the $50 bill. <laughs> but it was fun. I'm glad we went, but I'm also like glad to be home now. Now I feel like I don't want to travel ever again. Like I was gone a long weekend. Top pathetic. I'm like I've done traveling.
1: <laughs> That's so funny. No, that is completely how I feel. But we got some travel coming up though in November. I know, We're really busy. I'm excited. So you so better excited. get your your traveling boots on. I'm, <laughs> I'm just traveling. I'm trying boots. to make a pun. I was like, there's no <laughs> no pun. But um, I'm excited. We have we have a busy November.
0: We do. So I'm super excited. Looking forward to that. Um, I think with that, we can probably get into our listeners' Tea of the Week.
1: Yes, and by Tea of the Week, we mean reading DMs that we love to read from you guys. So I can go ahead. And Jackie said, Hi, I just wanted to say thank you both for your podcast. I graduated in June with my chemi degree and had been struggling to get a job I had been feeling very discouraged and unsure if I made the right choice. The podcast helped encourage me and I finally got a job offer today. So I just wanted to say thank you for what you do. I love that. Little Kemi lover
0: Congratulations. That's amazing. Okay. Abigail said, just wanted to say thanks and show my appreciation for you guys. I'm a construction management student right now to become a project manager. And going into it, I knew it was a male-dominated industry, but actually being in class classrooms with one other girl and going to meetings as the only girl in the room can be hard some days. So thank you guys for the exposure to other women and to cute outfits. You know, we love our <laughs> selfies of our cute outfits. We have to take them.
1: I know. It's so funny when we, whenever we present, I just look at it and I'm like, this is so self. What, what's that? What's the word? Self-centered. There you go. Posting selfies. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, okay. Pink shirt, blue shirt. I'm like, okay. Same thing.
0: I love it. Well, if you guys like this podcast, be sure to leave us a five star rating and review. If you're feeling extra nice to us for some reason this day that you're listening, you can go ahead and leave us a written review on Apple Podcasts. We love to read those. Those literally make our day, and it helps remind us that this podcast is helping other women out there. So. Please, please, please go give us that rating and review. It really does help us out. So thank you guys for doing so.
1: Yes. So should we get into our first podcast event?
0: Do you want to give like a brief overview for people who don't know what the podcast event was? Give a brief overview of what we did.
1: Yes. So we partnered with the Thoughtful Co, which was founded by two women, Um, They come from different backgrounds and work with all things career for women. So basically compensation, and then they do interview prep, um, you know, probably resume reviews too, but they also work on the company side, which is interesting. They work with the employee research resource groups. So they kind of put on these presentations and kind of consult on all things career. And for our event, we focused solely on compensation so not just the salary, but all the other things that go into it, which we learned. And I have my notes. I took all these notes. It's like every every note is a different color. You can't see because it won't show. But uh,
0: yeah, so I, I thought it was a really great event. And we definitely want to do more of these events. We kind of were just, you know, dipping our toes in the water. Um, <laughs> But like our whole thought process behind doing these events is that you guys know we are Theta Tau stands. We met in Theta Tau. We're big little. And one of the pillars of Theta Tau is professional development. So like, I feel like we were um, really able to take advantage of that resource and go to professional development events, like basically once a week, like we were constantly reviewing our resumes. We were constantly doing interview prep. And like, I just thought it was normal, but like talking to my sister who just graduated college, she didn't go to school for engineering, but like, I talked to her and I was like, so like, show me your resume. And she's like, well, I don't have one. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't have one? Like, like, I guess I just was so naive to think that people actually did that in college, but some people don't. So that's why I like, am really excited to do more of these professional development events. But um, yeah, we learned so much about compensation that I didn't even know that you could even negotiate.
1: Yes. And I would be scared to negotiate. I wouldn't have even like considered it one. But one thing about the Theta Ta aspect I actually felt like I was at one of those presentations I was, yeah. I was like oh my gosh <laughs> am I in college <laughs> yeah I'm like I wish
0: <laughs> um one thing that I thought was really interesting which um we did get a couple of questions so for those listening in the event while they're giving their presentation you could ask questions to them on the side and at the end of the event they answered the questions but was um negotiating like your pto but wanting to do it but like being kind of afraid that it might make you look like a lazy employee i don't know i have never tried negotiating my pto or like days off and stuff like that i feel like now it's probably getting more normal especially like with work from home and stuff but like i don't know i probably just care too much about what other people think of me Mm -hmm.
1: Well, I don't even take my PTO, so we are a lost cause on that one.
0: <laughs> no, that is out. You I, need to take your. PTO. I know, I
1: know. I'm bad about it. I'm bad, but I'm like, if I'm not going anywhere, what am I going to do? Just sit at home. It's like I'm going to probably open my laptop anyway. I was like, oh, yeah. but no, I'm not promoting that. I'm just we're, we know <laughs> it's a weakness. But um, one thing that really stuck out with you know to me in the beginning was they mentioned the fact that you are not the only person that's asking so it kind of goes along the lines Mm -hmm. of what you were saying like feeling lazy feeling like they're judging you you know I was thinking I think I'm greedy for asking yeah oh
0: yeah
1: so that was you know one of my concerns because I am very happy in my role like they're probably you know like all this dumb millennial you know she has you know she works from home (laughs) what else does she want you know so that's my thought process and then I just spiral I'm like oh my god my boss is gonna fire me now instead but um, yeah, I thought I thought that really helped. And I think it's such a simple thought, but it's a good reminder to have.
0: Yeah. And um, kind of going off of that note, what I thought was really powerful was they were saying that when you're negotiating, especially for your salary to not offer like, or to not ask for a range, but to ask for like a specific number, which I don't know, I was just thought like, you know, you ask for a range and you hope to land somewhere within there. But they were saying that you look more confident when you ask for an exact number. And like, if you have a number in mind and that's the number you want, just ask for what you want. And I was like, whoa, it was like a light bulb moment for me, but it was so funny because I was like, that's so simple. Like just ask for what you want. But, But for some reason, I've never thought about that in a negotiation process.
1: I know. And I was thinking about it more and I was like, why is it such a simple thought that I didn't, you know, just didn't come to my head. And I'm yeah. thinking it's because this whole process is just such a solo process. I feel like it's very, you know, we've been conditioned to not talk about compensation. Don't ask people their salary. Don't talk about this. And this came out actually, or come up, came up in our breakout room. So towards the end, um, we had little breakout rooms, breakout sessions, which we had some questions from the Thoughtful Co. And then we'll talk about that Here, but in the breakout session, we were talking about how, you know, it's just frowned upon to talk about this stuff. So you just didn't know. So I think that's why. I don't know. I was thinking. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm the only one thinking about this because you don't talk about it.
0: I know, and especially like I remember when I got my first job job offer right out of college. Um, I think someone in my breakout room, because we were in different breakout rooms, someone in my breakout room asked if I had negotiated my first salary right out of college, and I did not. I was just grateful to get a job. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, and and no, I don't exactly. know like
0: I don't know if it's like good to negotiate right out of college. I don't know. I, I think I'm on the fence about that, but like you don't really think about negotiating. I, I like never in college or you think about negotiating. You know, it's just like, I just need to get a job. Someone offers me a job. Great. Thank you very much. Hit accept. Boom. Moving on.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I completely agree. I think it, it depends on the scenario. So for example, if you had a master's, of course, maybe you're gonna try and leverage that. Um, But I was trying to think of any other situations, you know, even internship experience. A lot of people have that nowadays. So that's not something you can, you know, unless you start in your own company or something. I don't know. But I feel like it's not very common because they have very standard levels for, you know, out of school, graduate salaries.
0: Yeah. And if, I guess if you're listening and you want to try negotiating and you're about to graduate college, one of the women that was in my breakout rooms said that she actually did um, negotiate her salary right out of college. Um, She said that it didn't work, (laughs) but like she still tried, which I was like, okay, wow, that is really commendable and admirable, admirable of you because I, I, I wouldn't even know how to do that. But she said that she worked in career services all throughout college and she, So she knew like what range of, um, hourly wage someone with in her position would get. So I think she said it was like 20 to $30 an hour or something like that. And so she went on the high end of that and tried to negotiate based on that. So I was like, Oh, that's really interesting to like, kind of use that as evidence within your negotiation. Like that's not ever something I've thought of to try to like break it down to your hourly wage.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, she got the hard part out now. Now she's less scared, you know? Yeah. I feel like it's the hard part about initiating the conversation. That's always what's get, what gets me. So I think we touched on this a little bit in a different episode, but this year I was, you know, grateful that my boss asked me, he said, what are you expecting next year? You know, compensation wise and just with yearly reviews. And I had, I was so confused. I was like, yeah, aren't you supposed to be telling me? So yeah. that conversation, even though he approached me, I had no idea how to start it. Like when our meeting maker was, you know, when our meeting was happening, I was so nervous and he could totally tell, but it was just so funny. Cause I'm like, I didn't even start this and I'm still nervous.
0: Well, I thought it was really interesting thinking about like, we touched on in the event, how like typically you have a yearly or an annual review or whatever, and to set up a meeting with your boss and present a number that you maybe want, um, that is higher than what you're currently making and asking like your boss to help you outline the steps or like the, um, what is it called? The skills that you need to obtain or complete or have before you can make that amount. And I'm like, wow, it's literally like, take the emotion out, you know, like that is so systematic step-by-step like, okay, I'm making, easy math. I'm making $100,000 now. I want to make $120,000. How do I get there? And then your boss is like, oh, well, you have to run this project. You have to have this skill. You have to do this initiative. And then you know exactly what you have to work toward, which again is so simple and so straightforward. And I feel like such common sense, but I've just never thought of it that way for some reason.
1: I love that way. I feel like that one's much more feasible, especially for engineers, that little mindset. But we yeah. actually talked about that with break your budget or yeah, break your budget.
0: Yeah, I think so. Right? She was saying how she
1: outlined her next steps for her promotion, and then she didn't get it. So I was thinking when you were saying that, what happens if you meet all that, and then they're like, oh, we don't have the budget. That's an awkward yeah. situation. That gets That's weird. That's awkward. And
0: <laughs> especially if you have your paper trail of like all the things that you did, and you're like, look, here's the evidence. And they're like, uh, we were kidding.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, she said she left. So good for her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I was just thinking about that you know?
0: Yeah. During the event, um, like Lex- like Lexi said, we had breakout rooms and the way that the event was set up was they gave us a little bit of like an informational presentation to teach us a little, bit of wo- a little bit more about compensation negotiation. And then we were given questions and then we had to go into these breakout rooms, meet other women who attended the event and talk about these questions. So the first one that we were asked to talk about was, have you ever negotiated? So we had some really good um, conversation and dialogue in my breakout rooms, but I want to hear, Lexi, what was what was your guys's conversation like?
1: Yes. So, um, I basically answered this by saying, no, I've never de- negotiated, but I just realized when telling you that story about how my boss reached out to me, I feel like that was kind of negotiating, you know, in yeah. a way. But I think of negotiation; it has such a negative kind, con- you know, connotation. In my opinion, it's like you're asking them. Um, so I guess I have. Wow. Sorry for lying to them. But I said I haven't. Um, then there was someone who had been at three different jobs. Um, oh, wow. Within the past like year and a half. So she was very, she had, um, oh, maybe I'm getting that wrong. If she's listening, I'm so sorry if I got it wrong, but she's, you know, she had a few transitions recently. And so she's been going through that process a lot. And she was, she was actually talking about how she was trying to get the salary of how you know her co-workers who were men
0: oh and they wouldn't
1: tell her because she's like I want to I'm curious just to know <laughs> not to you know and it was so she was so funny but um that's when I started thinking I was like it's such a solo solo ride in the in the corporate world so they're like don't look at each other
0: <laughs> um okay I was thinking about this really random thought today that you just made me think of what imagine? picture this a world where you walk around at your job and everyone has like a little triangle above their head, like in, um, the Sims, uh, the Sims Mm -hmm. games. And the triangle is from, goes from red to green and green is the highest salary in the company. And red is the lowest salary in the company. And then everyone's triangles is a little gradient, but you don't actually know what anyone's salary is. You just see their color. And you can put
1: that, Why are you like, thinking yes. about that? That's a great question. Why did it just come
0: up? Well, was, was this after the
1: event? Was this well, after the event? I
0: was, wa- well, I was walking to a meeting. Oh, today. So it, was,
1: so it was after the event. The event got yeah, yeah. you thinking. You're like, you're like, what?
0: I was walking what through a meeting and I well, I was just like randomly thinking, like walking through the hallway at work, I was like, oh, I wonder what all these people make. Like, I'm sure everybody <laughs> in the company makes a different salary. And I'm like, oh, what if like we didn't know each other's salary, but we could see the range that we were within? Okay. Anyway, tangent over. I just thought that was kind of funny.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, that is so funny. But um, actually, so her story in the breakout room made me think of a time where I was interviewing for a position and I walked out with another guy that was interviewing. We were little, we were little... Friendly chit chatting because we were at a hotel. The company it was like a multiple day interview, and so uh, we walked back together. And we it got brought up the, you know, the salary range that we were told, and he brought yeah. it up because I wouldn't have brought it up because in my head I'm like he's gonna make so much more. I was like. <laughs>
0: Just like, I just don't yeah. want to talk
1: about it. I was yeah, I yeah. was like, okay, I just want to talk about it. And he brought it up and we had the same, thank God. But I was just thinking about that situation oh. where I was so on edge. I was like, I'm gonna be so sad. I was like, why did he have to bring it up? It was so funny because I was like walking in my little pink jacket. It was like a little coffee coffee thing. And um I'm just I'm just you know, vibing. And then I'm like, if this kid tells me he's gonna make ten thousand dollars more than me, I'm gonna be. Can so you sad. imagine
0: though? Can you imagine? What was you know, have done? I,
1: Exactly. I'm like, what did he want to, what was he trying to do? I was like, that's such an awkward situation. But see, that's why people don't talk about it. You know, that's, it's just, yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah, literally. Um. In my breakout room, I, like I said, the one girl said that she had tried negotiating right out of college and it did not work. But I really liked her tactic with like trying to look at your hourly rate and then like taking a number from there. Um. I talked about how I had negotiated and I basically said that, it was like the type of situation where you're texting your boyfriend, but you're sitting with your best friend, and your best friend is making the text messages, and you're hitting send. Like that was me and you, but negotiating yeah. <laughs> my salary. Like, so
1: yeah, Libby's like, "Oh, should I say this?" I was like, "Mm mm mm mm, no way."
0: <laughs> We're like, "Uh, screen share, please." Um. Yeah. So, but you know, like, like to your point, how negotiation is so individual. If we in an alternate universe where we're not friends for some reason, I wouldn't have had anybody to like do that with.
1: I know. And then what would you have you done? Just been probably making
0: winked it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so weird because now that I've done that process one time, and we all know if you follow me on TikTok, I was like posting my career change journey. And it was a really, really emotional process for me. I was so I like, and I think the reason is like, you know, self-reflection. It was like internal to why it was such an emotional process. But part of the reason was I was so A, scared of rejection, B, scared of what they would think of me. Like I was like sending my negotiation. I'm like, wow, they're going to think that I'm this greedy little girl who only has two and a half years of experience, who only did t- two work experiences while in college. Like what, the, like totally downgrading. Like what the heck? Why would I do that to myself? But now that I've done it, I feel like I'm on a roll. Like I get a promotion and my company gives me a um, an increase in pay. I'm going to negotiate it. You know, like I just feel so much more confident now that I've done it once.
1: See, I am not the same way. So I had my conversation with my boss. You know, it b- went very well. I have a good relationship with my manager. I still, I don't know. I still would be nervous. And people were telling me, they were like, go hire. You know, I was telling them the number. And they're like, mm-hmm, no, mm-hmm. no. I was like, they're like, he's coming to you to ask. And I was like, mm-mm. I was like, that's what. So I like him. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> but.
0: but see, I feel like that's how like a, a lot of people feel though. Like myself included until I did negotiate. Like you just, it feels so icky.
1: Yeah. But I think, I know he is the type of person that will not, you know, you have managers that kind of don't push you up or kind of don't support you. I know he is mm-hmm. never going to be like that. So maybe that's why. Yeah. I mean- I feel like if it was a different situation where I was getting taken advantage of, of course, I'll fight for myself. But I think I am just so happy in my role that I'm like, I don't want to mess anything up. I don't want anything to come off the wrong way. Um, So I don't know. That's my opinion. But there was one comment from my breakout room, and it was a girl that transitioned quite a bit. She was saying how she was entering a new industry. And then that made me, you know, or a new industry that she didn't know anything about. about. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's the the background info. She didn't know anything about this industry industry and I was thinking how much harder it would be to do that type of transition because you don't know how much people make in that industry and I had never thought about that till you know then because I know pharma pretty well right now you know with my co-workers but
0: I it's really interesting I just finished this book called The Restart Roadmap by Jason Turktik and he was talking about he literally said in the book like when you're thinking about moving to a new job reach out to your contacts that work at that company and ask them what they make. And I'm like, bitch, I'm not fucking doing that. (laughs) Who's going to actually do that? I, cause like, I was thinking about like when I applied for this current job, actually somebody that worked with me at my previous role had moved to this company, like in the beginning of the year. And then, so I reached out to him and that's kind of how like I got my interest in this company. And I was asking him like, what is it like to work there? Blah, blah, blah thinking back, I don't think I would have messaged him on LinkedIn being like, can you tell me what your salary is? So I know what to ask for. Like, I don't know. Like that just yeah. seems so weird to me.
1: Well, one thing I did when I left my first job, I told all my coworkers that I liked, I was like, this is how much I make.
0: <laughs> I was like, this <gasps> you is day? just so you know. I was like, this is, this.
1: Well, I was like, this is what, cause we, they were, we were, they were trying to get to that point. I We were talking. I was very close with her. Because everyone wants to know. Yeah, she was kind of trying to ask because she's like, she was just not having a good time at that company. So she just wanted to know if she was being, you know, taken advantage of or not because she had been onboarded earlier. So she just wanted to see if it, you know, the norms have changed and if they weren't compensating for her. But it was funny because the girl in the breakout room said the same thing. She's like, I left my my job and I told everyone, I said, this is how much I make. And if you're not making this, then something's wrong. But also- One side note. So we had another event in Miami to talk and it was just a very general careers in STEM. The first question, and I thought it was so funny, what salary (laughs) do you guys expect out of school? And I was chuckling because these are high schoolers. I was like, oh my gosh, they're thinking.
0: Well, it's so funny because I do the I try to do the weekly Q&A on my Instagram stories and someone submitted a question, what is the salary that an industrial engineer makes right out of college? Which I just responded I said look up on Glassdoor like the rest of us, but like cuz I don't even know, you know? Like that's it's exactly, so yeah. it's so interesting, you know, like across even like within mechanical engineering, which is my oops, which is my discipline. There's so many different routes you could go. You can go uh, the oil and gas industry. You can go the automotive industry. You can go um, like the manufacturing industry. You can go the pro like the consumer product industry. And I'm sure it's pretty similar for, you know, chemical engineering too, where it's just this broad range of, of all the things that you can do.
1: Yeah, definitely. So I'm like, okay, you have to clarify. <laughs> I'm like, we all, it all varies.
0: <laughs> okay. The next question that we talked about in the breakout rooms uh during the event was what worked well. So did you get any like good nuggets of information in your breakout room for what worked well in negotiation? Um
1: not necessarily in the breakout room, but I can kind of talk about my experience with my manager. So yeah. he was trying to give me tips for how to strengthen my case because he has to mm-hmm. present it to HR. So he was saying there are all these, you know, databases, I forgot what it's called. If I find it, we can link it in the show notes. So Career Something where it lists, you know, You put in your experience, you put in your certifications, you put in all that stuff, you put in location, and then it kind of gives you a salary range. Um, So that is kind of a more credible source to kind of back up. Because you have Glassdoor, you have all those, but how credible is it? Uh, I'll I'll have to ask him about the name of that. But um, so I guess having that backup information and presenting, okay, this is what the market is. These are my qualifications compared to the market. This is Mm -hmm. what I want, is what I would suggest.
0: Um, I really like that. And I was thinking about somebody asked me earlier this week, like, is it worth it to take the F E and like, can you use your, like having taken the F E to get promotions and like to get jobs and stuff like that. And I was what you mentioned, like certifications and stuff like that. That made me think of when I sent my email back to negotiate my offer, I took into consideration that I had passed the F E and that I was a yellow belt in Six Sigma, which is like waste reduction in a manufacturing environment. Um, and so I leveraged those two unique skills into the negotiation to say that like, I am an asset to your company because of X, Y, Z, whatever. And so I really think it's important that if you have the opportunity within your role to get a certification, definitely take advantage of it because not only is it going to help you in your current role, but it's probably going to help you in the future if you ever want to change companies or even change positions within your company.
1: Definitely. And that actually made me think of one thing I have here on my notes. It's in yellow. I use the yellow color. Honestly, if I had an iPad in school, I would have Loved it.
0: It would have been. It would have been like, over. For I keep, all you bitches. Everyone's
1: like, everyone's like, why are you talking about it? Because I've never had an iPad, and I love it. And I was like, why is Libby on her iPad so much? This is why.
0: This is why. Okay.
1: <laughs> so it was um, emphasizing your strengths, and then what, and then stating what key metrics does that strength correlate to, and kind of showing, okay, this is what I'm worth to the company. I thought that was very helpful, and they talked about that in the presentation.
0: Yeah, and something that that. I need to start doing better at my job is like in a perfect world, you know, along with task tracking at your job. I would love to get to the point, and I just need to do it. You know, I just like, I need to stop just talking about it. I just actually need to do it. But I want to get to the point where when I mark a task complete, I have like for each task what value add that was to the company. So, like, why it's valuable that I did that. And then also like a dollar amount if possible. So like a dollar amount that I saved, obviously like that's a lot of work. And that's like, that would be a lot of meticulous data to collect, you know, throughout my career. But I was thinking about how you mentioned and how they talked about in um, the event, you know, capitalizing on your unique skills and the value that you bring to the company. How could a company not give you the salary that you want if you present them with all this data and be like, uh, these are all the times that I saved you money. I saved you this amount of money. I did it by doing this. I did it in this time period. Like, oh, like that would be a perfect world for just keeping track of all the things you do at work.
1: That would be an insane spreadsheet.
0: So insane. So
1: Yeah, that would I would want to take a look at that one. All the formulas I need to get that to that one, one day. <laughs> yeah. And then one thing I definitely wanted to touch on was the five-year projection. I really like that. And I had never thought about that. And um, I keep seeing all these like TikTok diagrams of like people are like okay if you get an X amount raise this is what it correlates to but if you do this you know if you get this raise this is the difference and I think that could be really helpful into de- determining exactly do you really want to fight for this or if they're not giving it to you is it time to maybe consider other elsewhere other options but I you don't know I like that.
0: I feel like it's kind of like the power of compounding. Like, you know, when you are investing the power of compounding and leaving your money in the market, the longer you leave it in the market, the more time it has to compound. Therefore, the more money you make. I feel like it's kind of similar to negotiating your salary. Like the higher starting base that you can get in each position or each promotion, the higher than even higher, the next one is going to be. So I really also liked how they emphasized that even a thousand dollars I think the stat on their slide was like a thousand dollar difference in a person's base salary can result in a a $500,000 difference in compensation earned over the life period of their career, which that's half a million dollars, you know, like that's how much money we're leaving on the table by not negotiating.
1: Exactly. So when you think of it like that, you're like, okay, maybe I should start, (laughs) maybe I should start looking into it.
0: So yeah, I mean, I thought it was a really good event. I thought it was really insightful. There's so many things that I learned. I think just even if you haven't ever negotiated or you're maybe scared to negotiate or whatever, I just think the more that we can talk about these types of topics, the more front of minds they'll be and like the more comfortable we'll become as a community, as individuals, as women, the more comfortable we'll be at negotiating.
1: I feel like I don't see myself ever being good at or like, good at negotiation but that's why I need to practice it so I can get there you know it just seems like right now I'm like oh gosh but I don't know I really like their presentation and I thought they had a lot of good points so I'm so glad we were able to do that and do a little virtual event so we hope everyone that attended enjoyed and stay tuned for the next one
0: yeah and if you guys did um, attend we actually sent out a survey to our attendees um, it's really quick. I think it's like five questions, multiple choice. We would really love to just get your feedback um, because as you can tell from this episode, boasting us boasting about how much we loved the event, we loved it, but obviously these are for you. We put these on for you. We do all this background work so that we can give value to you. So we would really, really appreciate it if you filled out that survey because then, yeah, like Lexi said, that can just help us make our future events even better.
1: And to keep up with any other events that are going on, make sure to go check out our Facebook group and request to be added in. I think we're at 300 members now, which is crazy. Um, It's so exciting. So we post um, book club events there as well. So you can find that on our Instagram link.
0: And you guys know the next time I'm going to be negotiated, I'm going to be hitting up that Facebook group and being like, you guys, let me know. Give me advice. What do we think? Um, (laughs) But yes, definitely go join that. And if you guys are enjoying this podcast, Please be sure to give it a rating and review, copy and paste the link and text it to a friend who you think would, um, you know, value, get value out of listening to this episode. Uh, It really does help us out when you share this podcast with your friends, with your social media networks. Uh, So we really appreciate when you do so and make sure you're leaving us a review um, so that you can always be sticking around and uh, stay tuned for next week's episode
1: okay if they want to tell you all about their experience when they first negotiated where can they find you
0: you guys can find me on instagram and tiktok at libby beyond the label and lexi if they want to tell you all about how they negotiated their last offer like a badass bitch where can they find you
1: you can find me on instagram and tiktok at engineer lexi
0: and without further ado i'm lexi and i'm libby and thanks for listening thanks for listening to to my my best best friends and engineer. engineer